The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on the only show, Willing to Tell Like It Is. We are 19 radio stations strong statewide. For the radio station close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also at thehugeshow.net, Case Conley, our intern for the fall from Davenport University, delivered his first week one college football recap. So congrats to Case. First time you get a little byline, a freshman at Davenport out of Williamston, Michigan, the son of Tony Conley, who does a podcast. And I used to work with Tony on the game 730 AM in Lansing. Check uh, Case's first story out. I told him and he was really excited. I said, uh, please send the $99 fee to Superfly Hayes uh, because he needs some pizza money. So uh, you can read that at thehugeshow.net. That is the huge show. Net. Now, we started the broadcast today talking about the Lions. We're going to continue it. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, and also the Detroit Lions podcast, which is awesome. Uh, just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube, and you can listen to it. And He's checking in like he does every week uh, during the season, and now we're here. It's opening week, Thursday night which is tomorrow, believe it or not, fast week because of the holiday Monday. Stafford says his elbow's fine. The Rams are loaded. Uh, The Bills are loaded. It's almost like a Super Bowl preview on Thursday night. We'll get to that game. Uh, We'll look at the Lions' final roster, the matchup with the Eagles, and the final edition of Hard Knocks. uh, There was a little sentimental side to me, uh, Jeffrey, that I was sad to see it end. Uh, because it was as good as anything I've ever watched this side of Barry or Calvin connected to the Lions to take us inside Allen Park, inside the organization, what Holmes and Campbell and the players were all feeling, thinking, doing, and saying. And where it was the perfect timing for Hard Knocks, I thought about this when it ended, that I believe this is the benchmark of what – will begin an era where we'll all look back and remember when they drafted Aiden Hutchinson, uh, when Campbell in, in a, you know, the second year got it going, uh, Holmes and the players. Because I was looking at the cuts and the quality players now that they had to let go because they have talent and some depth at positions, things we normally don't associate with the Lions. Exactly. You saw some really difficult cuts, and they, I thought they did a good job of highlighting that on hard knocks and, and showing the decisions that had to be made and, and looking like being a fly on that wall. That's so cool. Like, you don't normally get to do that. And it, hard knocks does this every year. This wasn't just exclusive to the Lions, but this is our team. And, and seeing how they go about the decision making process and uh, one of the big things that, that both Brad Holmes as a GM and Dan Campbell as the head coach have talked about is that it's a very big consensus organization. They're going to talk things out. They're going to have disagreements, and they're going to talk through them and figure out what's the best for the team. 
Uh, they're they're going to make some compromises. You know, there's there there were some arguments going on behind the closed doors there, and you get to see like that. The, there's not it's not Matt Patricia having final say on everything. Like there's there's give and take, and that's a very healthy thing for an organization, especially because we've seen the opposite. We know that doesn't work anymore, uh, and you've seen like other other teams around the league are getting away from that authoritarian coaching presence and having or, or a GM who you know does all the shopping for for Bill Parcells and, and when he rails against that. There's a lot of communication and discussion and frankness that I think was really it was really cool to see. Um, like we see it. At practice, we do see the, the coaches arguing with one another and talking, you know, having animated discussions about certain points on the field. And to know that that carries on, like, they're not just doing that for, for us. They're not just doing that for the cameras. Like, that, that's how they do things. I, I think that's an awesome way to help to run an organization right now. And you could see that consensus uh, in their rooms on decision-making connected uh, to the roster. He was listening to position coaches. He was walking in. To Aaron Glennon saying, okay, you're a defensive coordinator. What do you think of Craig Reynolds? Should I keep him? Yeah. You know, and he goes, well, I got, boy, giving up Godwin and that speed. But, and then Campbell's like, what Craig does everything we ask of him. He's been awesome on special teams. And just the, the culture, the personalities, the decision making, I, I have more confidence and nothing against Barry or the Calvin era. But I have more confidence in the structure of the Lions right now as an organization, including Sheila Hamp. She dropped Ford from her name, which you drop Ford from your name in Detroit. I think that's a message. Okay, it's a definite message. Right, it's a message. <laughs> Is that I have top to bottom. I, I'm not saying they're going to go win four Super Bowls. But for the first time in my life, as a Lions fan, yeah. I have more faith in the structure of the Lions than ever before. You can see that they're run the way a good organization is run, that they're they're trying to do things in a different way and the right way. They're not trying to mimic some other team. They're not they're not doing the Patriot way. They're not trying to copy the Ravens or the Steelers or or whoever the Cowboys. They're trying to be their own thing, but they're doing it in ways where they're taking from their backgrounds with the Rams and the Saints. And a lot of those guys played for Parcells with the Giants and, and the Dolphins and, and the Jets. And you see it, it, it's all coming together, and they're, they're open-minded enough to know that they don't know everything. And I think that, like, we, we don't get a lot of that in America these days. Uh, if you've if you got an opinion, you think you know it all. Um, the, the fact that the Dan- is, that, is that a shot at the huge show, Jeff? I'm a subliminal shot. I'm just I want to make I'm sure gonna, uh, we're good. Uh, we're good. I'm not I'm not offended, <laughs> but but the way you were looking at me and the way Superfly is laughing, he's like, yeah, yeah. Dig that knife that. in a little bit. Yeah, huh? dig it. Yeah, he, he did the subtle knife. Like he yeah. didn't even know hey. it was coming. <laughs> I, I got more respect for you than that pill. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> you let me know what's coming. <laughs> Uh, I but, just I feel really good about the Lions. I do too. I, 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 I like, do. That, I like how they're doing line. it. Yeah, and I, and I feel comfortable. You know, I'm, it's it's somewhat proud to be a Lions fan. I've, I know the record hasn't shown it yet. You if if you watched Hard Knocks and you're a fan of another team, you're like, dang man, they they got something there. Like I I like what they're doing. I, I like the process of how they're going about it. You can't help but love Dan Campbell for for everything that he is. Where he's whether he's you know being the bombastic guy, you know, with the the one hand and or one butt cheek and three fingers or whatever he's 
Or the guy who's having an earnest conversation with a guy that he has to cut that he doesn't want to cut. Like, you see, he's he's genuine. And I think that that genuine spirit comes through. And it's something, that's what Brad Holmes is all about. That's what Chris Spielman is all about. That's why he's in that front office. John Dorsey is a guy that's like that. They are all very, like, wear your, wear your emotions on your sleeve. And, like, emotionally, um, they have integrity. They have personal integrity. And they're not going to violate it just to do something to, to, to show somebody else up or something like that. I, I think that's a great way to run a team. And you can see golf. Uh, you, for everybody who was, again, you had the separation of Stafford, which is a 10-part uh, ESPN Plus series uh, <laughs> yes, from the man in the arena, the separation <laughs> of Stafford. But golf, you, you can see that this dude's legit. He's a, he's a top-shelf NFL QB. Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, going to the cowboy shop in Detroit and getting fitted for – Ostrich boots and a cowboy hat. First off, I didn't know there's any cowboys in Detroit. I didn't either. And they missed it. They could have had Kid Rock Cowboy, and they didn't play it. Well, of him a, walking out, I uh, that that is that is a. I didn't even think of that. That is my favorite drinking song, by the way. Okay, well, <laughs> that comes on, the beer's going down. Oh my, or that or what, what? Or the huge show comes on, and a lot of beers go. Down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Superfly says. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, Rodriguez, he wanted a game day. Listen what he was doing. He wants a game day outfit to wear to the stadium. And here's a dude from Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and he's going to walk in dressed up like a cowboy. So he goes to there's a cowboy shop in Detroit. Like let it, They had uh, crocodile boots, like the back of a crocodile in boots. They had uh, uh, anteater, skinned anteater boots in Detroit. And they skin they skin the animals right there while you're waiting. You pick them out like you're at a seafood place getting a lobster. <laughs> no, they, didn't, they didn't do that, but the zoo's just down the road. Yeah, but you know what, <laughs> Rodrigo, he he understands it, man. He gets it. And, and they went back to Hard Knocks from five weeks ago and played the first sit down where I think they talked to all the rookies, right? Because yeah. they never know what story is going to unfold in training camp. Exactly. And he says, I'm here to work hard and achieve a dream. And it was so cool knowing what we had seen in training camp. And there he is getting fitted to, for his game day outfit, which kind of looks like a George Strait concert at the old Cowboy Stadium down in Dallas. But more power to him. The characters now they're developing. Aiden Hutchinson, who I'm telling you, for a rookie, Jeff, and you've been down there at Allen Park, and I'm just watching through Hard Knocks. That guy, it feels like he's been in the league five years right now, doesn't it? it? Charles Harris said that the other day. He's like, this guy isn't a rookie. Like He, he knows more than I do sometimes. And, and Harris is a guy, former first-round pick. You know, this is his third team, but had a good year last year. Is one of the seasoned veterans on the team. And he's like, I'm learning stuff from Aiden. Like, that's... That's that's something, man. Mm. And, and, you know, the, you talked about it with Rodrigo and, and Goff. Like, they the this coaching staff and front office did a really good job of finding guys who are they use they say all the time cut from the same cloth. They're they're they want guys who are all like minded, who are going to be selfless, who are going to um, practice servant leadership. If you listen to the Detroit Lion podcast at all, my my partner Chris on there is huge on the servant leadership front, um, and he cites examples from it all the time. And you see it all the time. You saw it in Hard Knocks. We, we see it every day in practice. It's, it's, it's really cool to see an organization run that way. If I look at all the Hard Knocks episodes and everything I've seen uh, in preseason games and things I've read at Lions Wire and also listening to the Detroit Lions podcast, 
I do have one concern, and and we'll get to the injuries to uh, the Big V. Yeah. Uh, but DeAndre Swift, there's a enigma part here that he wasn't featured a lot. They were riding him about stepping up, and you know a lot of Jamal Williams, a lot of Craig Reynolds, right? And there's something that tells me that this organization wants to see more out of DeAndre Swift. They want him on the field more and more production. Am I reading that the right way? A hundred percent. And they have told him that. And they've they've they've. It's almost like why he wasn't featured at all, barely in this hard knocks, right? He's kind of a non. He's not a guy who moves the needle as a personality. He's just not. That's not who he is. Um, Especially in a room where you've got Craig Reynolds, who's. Pretty vivacious guy, and he's got a great story around him. With and Jamal fan. Williams is fantastic. Jamal, Jamal Williams is an instant fan. I mean, keep try to keep the camera off that guy. So that's some of it. But they they have pushed DeAndre hard this summer to be more physical, to be more um, more dedicated to the 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 play instead of trying to bounce everything outside. Like maybe stick with the hole a little bit. We've heard that yelled at him, yelled at him. By Deuce Staley, the running backs coach, who also the assistant head coach, a lot. Stay with the hole, three two. Hear that every practice because he's not doing that yet, and that's that is something to be concerning. Like like DeAndre has the potential to be a great running back. Hasn't put all those pieces together yet. Some of it's been that he's hurt a lot. He, he hasn't ever played more than thirteen games. If he's got an opportunity this year, because I do think that from from what we saw in practices. They want him to do more. They then they want Jamal. Like last year, Jamal had two more carries than DeAndre did. They would love for that to be like you know have DeAndre have fifty more this year, but he hasn't quite earned that yet, and that's that is frustrating. It, it's a big question going in. T.J. Hawkinson also wasn't featured at all uh, during Hard Knocks. Is it, is, is it his personality? Is it? I don't know about that one. That because he's he's a fun guy. Is it a, a kind of strange that you know here is a who's supposed to be a, a top-shelf tight end in the NFL, and you have Goff and that connection. and that he uh, uh, Did he yeah. get on camera maybe once? Uh, not not after the first couple of episodes. Even, right. I, I will say this, and I know this from Hard Knocks from when I covered them in Cleveland in, in 20, 2018. It's a national show, and they pick what they think is going to be more for national appeal, the, the storylines, right. than, than the local appeal. So... I remember in Cleveland, they're like, why in the world are they talking to our backup defensive end all the time? Um, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, wound up giving financial advice uh, and, and wound up in the Raiders. Uh, but but the, where they like Craig Reynolds being a featured player, that's not something that you would see as a Detroit person. But if you're from the outside, like if you're from his hometown of Philly, they're like, oh, this is fantastic. Um, you know, we're getting some run here. Like we're seeing like a, a really good human interest story. You know, his brother's in prison. His dad is a football coach. Has you know d- done a lot of things to help Craig along the way. And and you know, Craig's fighting to make it like what they choose to spotlight is always interesting because they they do roll the film on everybody. Like you, we saw them out of practice uh, talking to different players as they come off the field, talking to position coaches about what what they are. And uh, I, I'll, I I can't remember the guy's title. But he looks a lot like Brady Quinn, and he's he's a guy that walks around the the uh, the perimeter wearing hard knocks gear, and he's got an earpiece, and he's talking to the producers and telling them where to focus and what's going on on the field in in real time. So like if you got a like a director basically, yeah, yeah right? kind of, yeah, like yeah. like a floor director. Like if you've got your DBs working over here and your running backs here and your linebackers here, he's like, hey, focus on the linebacker pit for a minute. 
Um, and that that that's his that's his job. Um, and then they tie the storylines in with yeah. the conversation. They did a great job. Yeah. And I, you yeah. know, the Lions for a three win team, I thought provided a a lot of weekly storylines and then development of the rookies. Rodriguez was a home run on Hard Knocks. Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Pimpleton, who ends up signing with the Giants practice squad. His story, Blau going inside the NFC North after the Lions released him, and he's going to play for a backup spot with the Vikings. It is weird thinking of David Blau being in another uniform. It was weird seeing him in the Vikings uh, uni at the end of the And It's not not that he was a good player. It's not that he deserved to be on the team, but the way in which, like, the guys who make the first cut and then get cut, that is an awful, awful process. And the NFLPA has talked to the NFL about making that easier. Like, hey, if you make that 53-man roster and it's not an injury situation and it wasn't in Detroit, you got to keep him for two weeks. Like, don't do not do this where you're, he makes the team on Tuesday and he's elated and, you know, celebrating. And then, then Wednesday morning he comes in the building and says, oh, you're gone. That's 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 crap. And and, that, that's an NFL thing. That's not just a Lions thing. And that's how it began last night early on in Hard Knocks is that uh, it's their 830 meeting. And he goes, hey, guys. You know, Dan Campbell, I'm kind of paraphrasing that 53-man roster isn't set yet. Yep. Okay, but he doesn't know this. This is pretty cool on Hard Knocks that it isn't set yet. And then all of a sudden he looks in the front row and he goes, Nate Sudfeld, you were here already. You took the red eye last night. Well, we signed Nate Sudfeld as our backup quarterback. He didn't. He's he was sitting in the front row uh, right next to Goff, and he goes, "Well, Nate Sudfeld," and the room was quiet. Yeah, there wasn't a clap. There wasn't a welcome. Like he said, "Hey, everybody, welcome Nate," because I think he hey, knew because everybody knows that oh, somebody's gone. And and <laughs> and I think Campbell knew how much the team liked Blau, right? And and he's an easy guy to like. His his story and the story that he had last summer when his wife was in the Olympics and how the team rallied around him. We all saw that the Lions own in house thing, the the inside the den. They do a great job, by the way, too. And if you liked Hard Knocks, I would strongly encourage you to follow the Lions inside the den, their own in house production of it, which does go on all season. They do they do a really good job with that, and they they took some ideas from Hard Knocks from that too. So I think you're going to see some. Some broader stories coming out of that too, uh, and that's uh, keep watching that because that's where you're going to get more of the the storylines that are focused on Hawkinson or Tracy Walker or Jeff Okuda and his recovery or Jamison Williams and his ongoing. We're losing Big V for at least four games, right? At least four, yeah. Probably Could it be longer. Hit back so, a back again, problem. So it's, right? a, it's a back issue. Remember, they have a bye week six. That's five games. You, you have them sit out that one extra week, and then he comes back, and, and you've got that extra two weeks of rest. That, that there's going to be a lot of movement. Um, look, all those guys that are on pup right now, they got to miss the first four. Just bank on them missing the first five, and and coming back for da- week seven in Dallas. One other thing I took from Hard Knocks in the final episode that Rod Wood brings nothing to the table when it comes to a NFL franchise, except that he's the conduit to Sheila Hamp and the Ford family, correct? Yeah. So, And he avoids football at all costs if he can. He is the guy, though, that is responsible for all the upgrades in Ford Field. Money. He, he's the money guy. He, yeah, and, and, and that's what it, his job was with the Ford family. Exactly. The money guy before he took over they, as they, president of the Lions. Uh, what, what I found interesting, and it was I think it was the third episode, where he learned of a roster decision um, – 
like in real time. He didn't know that it was going to be happening. So for everybody who's thinking that he's making all the football calls, like he didn't know one of the roster moves that had, had happened the day before. He, he's completely detached from that. He likes to look. He's a, he's he's a CEO of an organization. It, it pays to have your you know finger in the pie. But he's not somebody who's stirring the pot. Uh, that that narrative really has to die. No, he had I, the, the structure goes back. Everything that Hard Knocks delivered for us really was a showcase that they're moving in the right direction. And we're going to get into Game One with the Eagles on Sunday. Don't forget the huge show pregame bash at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's, a block away from Ford Field. I'll be there for the first four home games. So I'll be walking around, saying hello, uh, enjoying myself, and then going over to the game. That's at Tin Roof, your game day destination in downtown Detroit. We also have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your prediction on the game on Sunday, week one, against the Eagles? At home, Lions on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, getting four points at home. They do say take the points with the home dogs in the NFL for the most part. And there's going to be a lot of emotion. I'll talk to Jeff about that. Uh, so the Bud Light huge question of the day, what's your prediction on the game? Add Huge Show for game one. Add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge out of 21,000. Uh, Vitai, that injury, what do you, like you said, is that the, the replacement uh, who is it? Is it Kramer? Is, is that what's going to happen? How big of a drop-off is that? This line, by the way, continues to keep their regular season streak going of not still, playing together. Still never never all going to have all five at the same time. Um, hopefully it comes. Hopefully the, the other four can also well, be healthy. Well, who steps in for V? Sure seems like it's going to be Tommy Kramer. Right. Um, and, and that's the case of if you don't want – like I know, there's people that are thought, oh, you can move Sewell in and and put Manelson. Like, no, you 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 have one guy to replace. You replace him with one guy. You don't move Ragnow to guard. You don't you don't you don't make a lot of moving pieces. You replace the one player player that needs to get replaced. That's that. Keep it simple. And and Kramer earned that over the course of the summer more than Stenberg did. Stenberg was better at the end, but Kramer Kramer played well last year. He, he was good in the preseason too. So I I think they're very comfortable in having him step in. All right, looking ahead to Sunday against the Eagles, uh, beyond V and the back injury and on uh, the injured list. So it's four games instead of eight. A lot of people are like, oh, he's going to miss half the season. No, it's only four with that adjustment. Uh, where are they injury-wise after training camp going into week one against the Eagles? You know, you're still, you're still carrying Levi Anzarike on the active roster. He's not going to play. Um, I, I have no clue when we're going to see him. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think the Lions have a clue of when we're going to see him. And it, it's surprising to me that he's not on injured reserve right now. But who Is knows there a reason why? That, that's a good question. And that's, that's one that Dan has not answered. Um, and he has been asked that fairly directly in a couple of press conferences. And he just sort of skirts around it, which is, look, that's not his way. And you can tell he's uncomfortable doing it. So there, there's there's something weird going on there, um, and I don't know what it is. I, I hope that it, it resolves in the end, but you, so far you're getting no return on a second-round pick from last year. Josh Paschal still on, on PUP. Expect him to be back, you know, like we talked about, week after week six. Julian Okwara practiced, so he should be good to go. Now, he lost his job to Austin Bryant as the top reserve defensive end. So you're going to see Austin Bryant come in, when when Charles Harris or Aiden Hutchinson goes off the field or kicks inside, 
before you see Julian O'Quara, but hey, Austin Bryant earned that. He was the, for my money, he was the camp MVP this year. And he, it got, look, he was a guy who was going to be a second or a third round pick coming out of Clemson. Um, remember that, that national championship team that they had? He was their catalyst. He's just been hurt all the time. Well, he's healthy. He looks good and he looks angry that he's missed all that time. And he took it out on, he took it out on the Steelers. He really took it out on the Colts. And uh, they, they actually have a little bit of depth there, which is, it's kind of nice. Brian and Kaminsky were fabulous. Kaminsky was a great pickup. Oh, my gosh. And, and they just uh, – the, the depth. Now, things – if I roll back to six weeks ago when you were in studio and we went through the roster and we were so excited going through the offensive depth chart and then we got to the defensive side and it was depressing. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now you roll it six weeks later and we're looking at all this and we're like, hey, man, you know, if they can stay healthy – Again, we're not predicting a Super Bowl, but this team could be vastly improved, and I think it's legit you know, because the, Hutchinson has calmed everybody down. Rodriguez comes out of nowhere as arguably one of the fastest, if not the fastest, linebacker they've ever had. He, he, certainly the, the quickest from, from point A to point B. He, he, can, he can cover that. And he, his instincts are so ridiculously good. Just the consummate linebacker. Like High school football coaches are going to be like t- telling their linebackers, Watch, watch 44, because that's what I want you to be. We'll talk more about the Lions defense, offense. We'll go ahead to the Eagles and the Lions on Sunday. Don't forget the huge pregame bash at Tinroff, a block from Ford Field in downtown Detroit. You have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on the Huge Text Chain. Text us your Lions question. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey. This show is huge. Get September savings on your favorite automotive products. JB Weld Plastic Bonder is only $7.29. And JB Quick Cold Weld Epoxy is just $5.99. Seal All Contact Adhesive and Sealant is just $3.49. We also stock exciting new products like Nebo's Glow Tumbler Handles with Lights and the Skeeter Hawk Mosquito Carabiner. While supplies last, shop online and save at myautovaluestore.com. Auto Value. Service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter, and they are growing. They have merged with Dorn Mayhew, a top 60 accounting and business firm in the U.S., so stronger together when it comes to Dorn Mayhew and Bean Garter across Michigan and all around America. You can find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Whether your business is small or big, no matter what your needs are, Bean Garter has been strengthening local businesses since 1949. They understand your ambitions, they share the responsibility of achieving your goals, and they over-deliver while giving you many different options when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. That's BeanGarter.com. Bean Garter, a Dorn Mayhew firm. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home improvements, sporting goods, and lawn and garden is tripping you up, then shop Meyer, where one easy trip can save you lots of trips. Plus, save when you make the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off per gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or save a trip with home delivery in the Meyer app. You'll get the same low in-store and sale prices delivered. Get more for your money at Meyer, where it's all just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. 
Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, the NFL is back Thursday night football. Bills and the Rams will Stafford get it done against the powerful Buffalo unit making the trip across the country. Well, guess what? The DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just 5 bucks on Thursday night's NFL opener and get $200 in free bets instantly. And also as an added bonus for Thursday night, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. You bet on Buffalo or L.A. to win. If your team leads by 7 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE. When you sign up, that's code HUGE, when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only, new customers only, bonus issued as free bets, one early win token issued at opt-in, money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, originating from the auto value bumper-to-bumper parts store studio. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, one of the best in the business. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also co-host of the Detroit Lions podcast that you can search for and hear on YouTube uh, year-round. Really good podcast. Just search Detroit Lions uh, podcast. Also, his Lions Wire. Uh, account followed on Twitter, Facebook, and also at Jeff Risden, IRS, uh, D-O-N, Eagles and the Lions on Sunday in downtown Detroit. Don't forget my pregame bash at Tin Roof about a block away uh, from Ford Field. So that will be absolutely crazy. A lot of excitement. Lions fans are like Cubs fans, uh, Browns fans, where every year starts and you think this is the year, but... I think uh, it's not Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid that things are progressing in the right direction and how fast they can accelerate in the NFL. We've seen it from year to year before. Uh, Can the Lions exceed expectations? What do you think if there were three triggers for you, not necessarily Sunday against the Eagles, Jeff, that this team, if you see this the first couple of games, you're like, watch out. Uh, They could actually be a contender for a playoff spot, what would those be in order? First one would be that the defense is creating turnovers. That's something that they, outside of Amani Oruwariye picking off some some bad quarterbacks last year, they didn't get a lot of that. I want to see linebackers punching balls out. I want to see a strip sack from Aiden Hutchinson. I want to see Tracy Walker take one to the house the other way, stepping in front of a tight end. If, if we're seeing that, that means that Aaron Glenn's defense is working and what he's been preaching to them all summer is working, and that's just going to make their confidence explode. The easiest way to turn things around if your offense is struggling, your defense gets some points uh, or, or sets you up for a short field. So that that is a critical one. No more injuries on the offense, especially the offensive line. Look, they're, they're, they're scrambling. I, actually, I looked at it as we were in the break here. 
Tommy Kramer didn't practice today. Logan mm. Stenberg took most of the reps at right guard, but they did actually put put Panay Sewell in at right guard for a couple of reps just to see what they had. Um, from what I understand, so you're thinking that maybe that Nelson thing you talked about in the previous segment it's, that it's they're they're seeing what they can do. Uh, Nelson maybe goes to right tackle and God, Sewell. I hope not. I really hope not. <laughs> you know, hey, if they're, they're watching, I, I wasn't there today. I, I will be there the rest of the week. Uh, actually, no, I won't be there tomorrow, but I will be there uh, Friday. Uh, and I'm hoping that I see, uh, hoping that I see Logan Sedberg or Tommy Kramer at right guard, and not anything else shuffled around. But you know, you, you, that, that that's that's this is the time to experiment if you're going to do that. So having the healthy offensive line because everything they want to do offensively comes off of having a good offensive line. And if they don't have a good offensive line, it's not going to work. It just isn't. Uh, the other one would be, and, and this will sound weird, tackling, and that that comes on both sides of the ball. DeAndre Swift needs to break a tackle. It would be great if he like stiff-armed somebody and threw him to the ground. If Jamal Williams could run through a tackle, that's one of the reasons why Craig Reynolds was so popular with the offensive guys. If you try to arm tackle him, your butt's on the ground, man. He's, he's still going. Um, that Swift and Williams don't do that that well. So the ability to break tackles there on the other side, Malcolm Rodriguez, Alex Anzalone, uh, Deshaun Elliott, come up, pop him, but then drop him. Don't just hit him and bounce off. That that's something that that's been a, a problem for Tracy Walker's entire career. It's been a problem for Anzalone his entire career. Derek Barnes doesn't doesn't rap super well. Amani Arawari, probably the worst tackler on the team. Like they they've got to get tackling better. Um, and if they do that, then look, then, then you're not, that you're having a, a second and seven, you know, and they run the ball. They're not going to get the seven. You're going to you're getting third and four instead of third and one. And and that there's a big opportunity to 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 change the script of a game from what the offense can do to you. You know, anybody who's ever watched or played or coached football knows third and one playbooks wide open. Third and seven, half your playbook's gone. And, and tackling better, and and also on the other side, making tacklers miss. And if I see that, especially against Philadelphia, because I think Philadelphia's a really good football team on both sides of the ball. Uh, but Washington's defense is is kind of nasty too. Um, they don't have a lot in the back end, but the front end is really good. And and if you if we see the the that come, that means that all the things that they've been pre- preaching all summer in practice have soaked in. And that's 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 the sign that you've got a good football team when the co- when what the coaches are preaching to you is is being hailed by the choir. That's uh, that that you can't ask for more than that. Yeah, think about uh, the difference in the linebacking core, which was a noted weak spot in our Definitely. third week of July conversation. And now you have Chris Board, Anzalone, and Rodrigo, Malcolm Rodriguez. Yep. And Board and Rodriguez can run. And you talked about Anzalone having better speed this year than he had last year with the Lions. So speed at linebacker. Yeah. This could be a first for a trio, uh, at least Board and Rodriguez. Uh, with NFL type speed. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, Board was a safety in college. Rodriguez got to Oklahoma State as a safety. They, these are guys that played defensive back, played and played quarterback, by the way, in high school. Yes. Rodriguez, did. yeah, he did. Um, Anzalone was a running back in high school, believe it or not. Uh, they they have and, and now Derek Barnes. He's a bigger guy. He he's a guy that converted from defensive end, going the other direction. And God, I I hope we see some of Derek Barnes rushing the passer this year. Last year, twenty one reps. All season, he got to rush the passer. So what he was great at at Purdue, let, let, let's let's turn that loose. We did see some glimpses of that in, in uh, preseason. I think I'm safe in, in letting that one out. <laughs> well, I, and I'm not crazy to look at the starters right now 
Harris, Hutchinson, uh, McNeil, and Brockers on the defensive line. Board Anzalone, Rodriguez at linebacker. Okuda, Aurier, Walker, and Elliott. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, but that's not a bad starting 11. No, it's not. And and the fact that they have a lot of those guys have played together before and that Aiden Hutchinson fits in so quickly, that's there are worse defenses out there than what that team's trotting out there. You look in Houston, look in look in Miami, look at the look at the Giants. Oh my god, the Giants. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some bad there's some worse defense Seattle. Oh my goodness. Look if you want to feel better about the Lions roster, Look at Seattle. Look at how many bad ex-Lions are starting in Atlanta on their defense. Dean Marlowe's starting. He's their best safety. Is bad ex-Lions, is that a Facebook group? It, it, it very well could be. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're starting. Like Mike Ford is starting in the league. Yeah, but is it when, when we call them bad ex-Lions and they start for other teams, are they better coached on other teams than they were here prior to Campbell and Detroit, right? Yeah, so, uh, well, this is one, and I'll, I'll pontificate for a second here. Lake and Tomlinson is a guy that a lot of people think, oh, oh he, he went to San Francisco and got great. No, he is the exact same dude he was in San Francisco that he was in Detroit. He just had better people around him, and it made him look better, 100%. And he will tell you that, too. Give Brady his career in Detroit. He probably never even makes the opening day roster. At that team back and, in what was that 2002? I'm just saying, okay, yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. That it's about you know yeah. timing who you're with. It's like Rodriguez in the timing with the Lions looking for a linebacker. You know, and, if you if you put if you put Calvin Johnson on the Dallas Cowboys or he's a, the San Francisco 49ers, he's the greatest. He's, he's the greatest receiver better than ever. Rice. He's yeah. a he's the greatest athletic specimen at receiver ever. Yeah, but he doesn't have those numbers. It's like. Put Barry behind that Cowboys line that Emmett Smith ran through, and he would have had three thousand yard years. Yeah, right. And, and that's 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 just the luck of the draw. Sometimes it happens. Uh, it's our life as Lions fans. It, it is. That's um, what it is. Yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate. You know, you see, you see the celebrated guys that their their hits, but uh, yeah, I, I feel pretty good about where the Lions are from from where they were a year ago, and that's one of the things that I did at Lions Wire this week. I'll do a shameless self promo there. I uh, compared the roster from the last game that they played under Matt Patricia to the week one roster this year. There's two defensive players who are on the roster still. Hmm. Uh, and Matt Patricia was hired for his defensive skills when Nick Foles lit him up in that Super Bowl. Remember that? I do. And then his, his debut game against, uh, was it Sam Darnold's rookie debut? Yeah, with the Jets I'm, I'm, in Detroit. On Monday Night Football. Oh, we gosh. all watched that. I, I, uh, he was done then. I said it. And people are like, oh, you're just a hater. We saw Quandre Diggs pick six on the first mm, throw of that game, and then it was all Jets. Uh, that, that was a, that, That's a low point, man. We have a lot to get <laughs> to. Uh, we're going to talk about the Eagles and the Lions on Sunday. Jeff Risden. From the Lions Wire, follow Lions Wire on Twitter and Facebook. Also, he's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, you can hear that weekly. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that Huge text chain where you can text us anytime you want to. Text the word Huge to 21000. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Our Wednesday broadcast continues with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. We'll have more from Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, a USA Today affiliate. He's a Lions NFL insider, also co-host of the Detroit Lions podcast. Follow Lions Wire on Twitter and Facebook. And Jeff on Twitter, at Jeff, J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. If you have those Lions questions, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in. On that huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. I want to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Now you have Michigan State Akron at 4 on Saturday. Michigan-Hawaii will be the night game at the Big House. On all TVs at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills across Michigan. And you have the Lions and the Eagles on Sunday afternoon at 1 at your local brands. For the one close to you, or if you want to order online, have food delivered on game day, pick up, uh, go to brands.com. You will find the brands in Bay City. For our listeners on 100.9 FM, brands in Caledonia, south of GR, 
The Brands in Cascade, east of Grand Rapids. Johnny Brands on Leonard near downtown GR. Johnny Brands in Granville. Also the Brands in Holland off of US 31 and James. So go to Brands.com. Order pickup, food delivered, and more. And for game day, Saturday or Sunday, why not have your food delivered? Again, go to Brands.com. A couple of reminders. uh, Step up for Down Syndrome. Their big event will be on Saturday at the Inclusion and Athletic Center. uh, The Old South Christian High School in Grand Rapids, uh, just south of town, uh, near Door 68th Street. I'll be uh, the MC for that event. It begins at 9 a.m. on Saturday. If you can make it out, uh, please join me. And also, Ed Marino and the crew uh, have a huge event. Their annual 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb will be at LMCU Ballpark in Comstock Park, just north of GR. You can take part. Uh, It's open to the public to come watch, uh, to climb the stairs, to honor those who gave their lives on September 11, 2001. Uh, It's raising money. Uh, Ed and his family and all their sponsors uh, will never forget, like all of us. So that's Saturday, 8 a.m. at LMCU Ballpark. The 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb. Info at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Big. Bad. Huge.